A narcissist a lot of times will use you to abuse another person. They'll keep the new supply on edge because of you. Do you ever have that relationship that you got out of that ended really, really badly? And then shortly after, they were like, hey, you want to go out for dinner? Like, did you ever have a relationship where you got out of an abusive relationship? You got out of a toxic relationship, and then all of a sudden you start getting like hit up by you know them. You know, you're starting to get text messages and phone calls and emails, and you're like, wait a second, like, like we just like broke up. Like, I just got out of this. Maybe you were in a relationship with a narcissist and you guys got so far into the relationship and then they discarded you. They're like, whatever, like you're dead to me. And they went out and they, they smeared you and they told other people like, hey, this is an awful person. Like they abused me. They were awful. So many different things happen, et cetera, et cetera. But they get to that place and then all of a sudden you get a, an email and you're like, hey, like still want to be able to interact. I still want to be able to see the dog or interact with the kids or whatever it might be. You see, a lot of times a narcissist will leave you, will discard you, or will get broken up with, and they'll come back into your life and they'll say that they still want to be friends. And a lot of times they're using this as leverage in a couple different ways that we're going to talk about here in a few. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. If you haven't had a chance to be able to check out the other platforms that we drop small videos on every single day, That'd be TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Check all those out. We're under Raw Motivations. Maybe if you're driving and you don't have a chance to watch the video, then listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just look up Raw Motivations. We'd love to interact with you there. We'd love to be able to have you help uh, just share. Just share some of the episodes to other people to help with that awareness so other people can grow, heal, and change. Because a lot of people don't know what they don't know. Like they don't know what they're going through until we're actually able to say like, hey, are you going through this? This is what's happening. And they start to put the pieces together of like, oh, this is what actually narcissism is. I didn't know that. If you hadn't had a chance to be able to hear the Weiss perspective, uh, we just dropped a new podcast. Just look at Trauma, Drama, and Life on Apple Podcasts. Would love to have you interact there. Hear perspective of my wife. Here's some of her journey, of her story, of going through the relationship. Hear different things that actually have happened and that have gone on. We'd love to have you interact with her and we'd love to be able to talk to you there. So anyways, check out that. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, if you want to do coaching, working through the trombone, rewiring your mindset, change your story, change your life, we'd love to have you go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones, we'd love to talk to you there. Last but not least, if you haven't downloaded the NARC app, check out narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, narcapp.com. That is a place of healing, growth, and change with a community of people. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. A group of people that are geared there to help encourage you, to give advice, to give support, but then also engage with courses, with exercises, with, with accountability to help you on your healing process and on your healing journey. We also engage in weekly lives so you can get support from other people, ask questions throughout the week, multiple things that are going on there, and then monthly coaching where you hear from myself and other coaches all across the globe that are going to help you heal, grow, and change and say like, hey, what's next? How do we continue to move forward in all of this? Okay. Anyways, a lot of times you have a narcissist that breaks up with you, that discards you, or you get away from the narcissist, you get away from the abuser, and then they're like, hey, let's still be friends. Let's still connect. And sometimes those relationships end really badly, like really awful. Like the discard is awful. The smear campaign is awful. Like a lot of things, and it doesn't seem to matter. Sometimes the narcissist reach out and you're just kind of like scratching your head of like, like, dude, do you not remember what just happened? Like, why would you even be contacting me? 
lot of times you'll see the narcissist that will reach back out and you're like, wait a second, this doesn't make sense because you were never present in our marriage. Like you were constantly cheating on me with other people. Like you were never actually here. Like you ignored the kids for the majority of their lives. Why do you want back into my life now? Why do you want back into their life? Not as a, a father, not as a mother, but just as a friend. Like how does this even work? The thing you have to understand is there's a big aspect about narcissism that I talk about that is shame avoidance. And it's trying to avoid the aspect of shame. It's trying to avoid the aspect of the guilt and the shame that's actually inside. And as a result, the, the flip side of being able to do that is how we avoid the shame without being honest, because that reveals shame, without being vulnerable, because that reveals shame. Without those things, the next step is, okay, we need to power over other people and we need to control other people. We need to control the mass, the image, we'll talk about here in a second, but control the mass that we're putting up there so that we don't look that bad. So we don't have that shame. See, a lot of times the narcissist still wants power over you, which is why they reach out after you've already broken up. After there's been no contact for a period of time. They'll try to hoover back into your life. They'll try to come back into your life to control you. A lot of times you've heard the phrase, if I can trigger you, I can control you. Because when it comes down to it, the narcissist is going to trigger different emotions and feelings and responses from you to get you under their control. People are like, well, they just want to be friends. It'll be fine. Let me know in six months how fine it is because it doesn't happen. You don't see a narcissist that actually gets back with another person as a friend and ends up not bringing toxicity back into your life. So please be careful about that. Narcissists typically want to come back in your life as friends for three different reasons. First one is image. How they look to other people is very important because it reveals shame if they actually show, hey, this is the shit I have inside. So they have to put up a mask. They have to look better, have to look different for other people out there. Like the image is so important. Narcissist doesn't always come out and be like, hey, I'm going to control you. They're more obsessed with controlling their image. And a lot of times controlling their image, the easiest way to do that is to control you, to make you comply with what they need. We just talked about that the other day about like the automatic compliance and the entitlement piece. A lot of times the narcissist wants to come back into your life, even as a friend, even as a, a hey, we're broken up, we're divorced, but hey, we can still be friends. We can still co-parent. We can still do these things because they want to have access to the kids. They want to have access to you. They want to have access to the dog, to the goldfish, like you name it. Like they'll try to do that to be able to have access to your life and to ultimately still control it. You'll see them come back in and try to be the doting parent that makes the kids feel amazing and then makes you out to be the bad person. But be like, hey, it's okay. We're just friends. At least we're not together. At least we're not fighting all the time. We're just friends now. It's okay. They want that image for the kids. A lot of times they want that image for the new supply or for other people in their life. The new supply is like, well, you don't really get involved with your kids or, you know, what's actually going on, you know, with this other relationship. Maybe they want that, that image there for their family, for their church, for the people around of like, hey, I'm still showing up. I'm still trying, you know, but this person, like they divorced me, this person, they broke up with me. But, you know, when they feel better, you know, when they when they finish getting through this tough time they're going through, like I'm still going to be there for them. Like I'm still there as a friend to help them through this crazy time. They'll twist it. Sometimes they'll use the excuse to you of like, hey, like a lot of people do this. Like a lot of people get divorced and, and they do have great like co-parenting. So like, why can't we do this? 
Like I should still be in your life. I should still be in your life because a lot of people are friends with their exes after after divorce, after all these stuff. Like, and you have to remember, and it has to like kind of sink in for a moment. Like, hey, this is not a normal divorce. This is not a normal like, hey, we fell out of love. We're okay, but like we're gonna go our separate ways. This is a toxic relationship that if you've been put into that relationship and you've been abused through this person. Narcissist doesn't want you to think that. They just want to remember that, hey, my image is the biggest thing, so let me be involved in this person's life so I look better. Second thing is not just image, but the second thing is triangulation. Narcissist is using you to abuse others. You have to understand this because it's so key. I think this gets missed a lot of times when we're talking about narcissism and we're talking about them hoovering, them coming back into your life, you still contacting them, all this kind of stuff is you don't understand a lot of times you can be enabling more abuse by still interacting with them after the relationship is over. A narcissist a lot of times will use you to abuse another person. They'll keep the new supply on edge because of you. Because you're still interacting, because you're still friends, because they're still texting you late at night, because they're still interacting on in some ways. And then the other person's like, that seems weird. Like, like, what about me? A lot of times they'll try to make you react, that control factor. They'll try to make you react to make you look crazy to lock in the new supply. Because when you look crazy and you reach out, they're like, Whew, yeah, my ex is crazy. Like, do you see what she just did? And the other person's like, yeah, oh my gosh. Like, let me help you with that. Let me, let me save you from that relationship. A lot of times, sometimes the new supply locks in even more and sometimes stays longer because of what the old supply did to perpetuate that. You have to be really careful about triangulation after you've been with a narcissist because they will use your interactions. They will use your friendship. They will use your communication. They will use your craziness to abuse someone else. Image, triangulation, and then distort reality. A lot of times a narcissist will come back into your life after the relationship to say, hey, let's just be friends. And what it does is it subconsciously starts to come into your life of minimizing the abuse that actually happened. To minimize, like, I wasn't that bad. To minimize, it really didn't happen that way. Like, would you remember? Like, it wasn't that bad. It didn't go that way. It didn't transition that way. It really wasn't as awful as what you're thinking and feeling. It's gaslighting. Hey, this experience that you remember didn't happen didn't happen at all okay but a lot of times we'll do that through minimizing of like hey it's not that big a deal a lot of times you'll see it with them coming back in loving the kids doting on them you know walking the dog like whatever it might be to be able to get back into your life and to be like hey like i'm here now and it makes you think oh it wasn't that bad when they ghosted me for 18 years and i had to raise my kids on my own narcissists a lot of times want you to think it wasn't that bad so that they feel better about themselves and they can continue to move on with the new supply, with the new image, and with the new reality so that they don't have to own up to the stuff that they've done. If you've been going through that or if you're struggling with that, I want to caution you, be careful. So when we talk, go no contact, stay away, make sure to not interact and focus on you, your growth, your healing, your change. Protect the kids, whatever you need to do. But I want you to understand that you're not alone with everything that's going on. You're not crazy. You're not hopeless. Reach out for help.